0: Brain fuel with Barbara Brett. Well, I'm so glad that you're with me today. I am a culture strategist and a personal and professional coach. And today we're going to talk about something that is just extremely important and something that when we're, we're getting ready to finish out this 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 year powerfully, 23. A lot of people go, oh, well, it's it's almost December, so I'm just gonna stop striving. No, I'm gonna tell you right now, go as hard as you can and as strong as you can and finish out 23, unbelievably, you know, powerful. Okay, you owe that to yourself and and you you deserve to be able to do that type of thing in your life. But while we're doing that, we're also preparing ourselves. To go into twenty twenty four, prepared, ready to go, setting out our mi- milestones and doing some things that we can absolutely grow and develop on. And a lot of people want to wait and they want to make that New Year's resolution and go. Well, you know, that's that's what I'm going to do. Well, eighty percent of the New Year's resolutions fail. Not only is it so bad that they fail, is that they cause you to not believe in yourself. They cause you a tremendous um, setback and that setback can actually stop you for the rest of the year. By the time we're into uh, March, you're going, well, I made that New Year's resolution and I haven't done it, so I'm just going to give up. And then June comes in and you're just like, well, there's nothing I can do with the rest of my year. Now, is there anybody with me that that's heard that before? Well, I'm going to tell you this. As a culture strategist and being able to get to work with people and you're going to coach them, I know a couple of things that will make a difference in the whole pie. And let's start with making that difference on us. And so what we're going to work on today, we're going to talk about your timeline for growth. And I, you know, I teach a backwards calendar, I teach a vision board, but also the timeline for your growth. Now, for some of us, we're we're not for sure when we fall down. We're not for sure when we get stressed out and we're just not moving. Am I talking to anybody out there? Now that will happen. You're you're so worried about this, this, and this that you don't realize that you stagnated, that you're not moving, and so everything goes downhill. And you you come out of this funk or you come out of this uh, this this depression or whatever was holding you back. And then you look around and you go, oh my gosh, time has passed me by. And I wasn't, I wasn't watching what was going on. Well, timeline is really good for that. You know how you've done, you've done timelines for your children's growth. How many of you have marked on the wall every time that they've grown or you've, you've done milestones, your picture albums, not that people do that anymore, but unless you were my age, but, you know, your pictures, your chronicle pictures of their, you know, their school pictures. And you can look back at them and, and you see their growth and their development. The report card's that. Well, timeline is a great thing that you can do for your family and for you. And I, I would say, take a big sheet of paper, long. And, you know, they used to sell that paper. And I think that they still do. It's kind of like a newspaper newspaper. And you just draw a line down the middle of it, a big black, thick line. And then you um go and and just on there draw horizontal lines and the lines below the timeline, those horizontal lines below the timeline is when a concept starts or when you think about it you want to date it and what you're doing. And then when it goes above the line, that's when you mark your progress. I, I moved there. I stay, and and that line that in between is where sometimes we get stopped, we get stuck, we get fearful, we get whatever the case may be. Well, if I have that timeline and it's something I can watch and my kids can even watch it or our family can watch it, your church group, your community, your chamber, it doesn't matter at your business. If you can look at that timeline, then you can say, okay, during this time of my life, I was not in a growth period. And you can look back, why wasn't you? Why weren't you? What triggered that, that, that lapse of, of energy, of enthusiasm for life, of the can-do attitude? What triggered that? Something did, I can promise you that. And the reason it's so important is when I know what triggers it, then I make sure to be aware of those triggers and to, to not let myself be in those circumstances. I'll give you a good example. Back in 2019, and really actually a little bit before there, I just decided that I could no longer really be around negative people. The effect that it had on me was tremendous. I couldn't be of service to anybody because I couldn't be of service to me first. Any, Am I talking to anybody out there? Have you found yourself in that condition? Well, if you have, that's all right, because we're going to, tonight, we're going to, so I decided to do that. I won't even necessarily take a, a, a client on that lives in negativity. Now, I will work with you and help you, and if you can step out of that, but I, I know this, that I can't combat that and then and grow myself and be of help to anybody else. So today we're going to talk about your timelines for growth. Growth. Are you growing? Are you moving? Are you falling down? Are you fearful? Are you, you know, failure when when we get over the last, failure is good because I know I'm moving. One of my best principals ever told me that. He said, Barbara, you know, because you're moving you're constantly moving you're trying to improve things you're trying to to go he said you're going to always have someone that that's going to upset now when you want to get worried is when no one's upset because that means you're not doing anything and from that day forward it it released me and that was Mr. Walton. It released me to go forward. And I can say, yes, I upset a lot of people. That's not my intention ever. Don't want to do that. But so today we're going to talk about the seven levels of consciousness, of awareness. Now, you notice I didn't say the seven levels of judgment. We're not, we're not, I'm not asking you to judge others, and I'm not asking you to judge or talk strongly or incorrectly to yourself. I'm not asking you to beat yourself up. How much can I beat myself up to make things better? Okay. I'm not asking you to do that at all. What I'm asking you is to start being in awareness. You know, there's seven levels that we go up on. And I'm going to ask you to go and look at certain areas. The first level that we start on, and some of us might recognize this and and I uh, might have been told this before. And I was told this by my husband years ago. And I will tell you what, it was like someone dumped cold water on me. And I was just, I was enraged when he said that. How dare him say that? And then, thank goodness, I had consciousness, a level of consciousness that came in and I went, Oh my gosh, he's right. He's right. And I'm allowing this to happen. And this is what we're going to talk. It says, uh, we want to identify. I'm going to ask you tonight. We're going to, because we'll get back on. We'll talk about what do you identify? Are you living at a lower level of, a le- of of awareness in? So when we're talking about some different things in your body, what are you living in a lower level? And, you know, is it spiritually are you you living on a lower level spiritually um i know for a long time i wanted i want to go uh i want to go to church i'm finding a church i'm looking for a church but you know what for a year i didn't step foot into a church to look how could i say that i wanted to do that and that and and My awareness was that I needed to find something. There was something out there for me and other things hadn't. But my awareness was that, Barbara, if you don't get out there and you don't make an intentional effort to go into a church and say, is this the place for me or not? Well, you know, you're not going to grow spiritually at all. So whatever your spiritual growth is, it doesn't have to be finding a church. Mine was finding a church. I was finding a home where I could learn, because I spiritually am, am very shallow in my learning depth. I know that, and so I need to I need to learn. I need to be able to go someplace where they're teaching and training, and that I can learn and develop from. And I'm around other people wanting to learn and develop. Okay, um, I'll give you another example. And I want you to write these down if you can. If you're driving a car, then heavens no, don't write it down. But I want you to look at areas where you're finding that you're at a very low level. You're at that level, like what my husband accused me of, and he was right. And that's the lowest level. That's that animal level. And that is at flight or fight. Yeah. And that's where you're at the blame game. Well, someone kept me from doing this. Someone kept me from this. Someone kept me from this. And you know what? I always had to blame. And and he asked me this simple question. He goes, Well, who are you going to blame for this? Because you couldn't be at fault. So who are you going to blame this time? And I was so furious. And then it dawned on me he was right. He was right. He would get a kick out of me saying that he was right, but he was right. So I'm going to ask you to to really become consciously aware of some areas that you want to work on so that we go up past that animal level and and we kind of travel it together and we kind of help hold each other accountable for it. Well, the next thing is health. I can say, I want to lose weight, or I want to do this, or I want to, but then what am I doing for my health? And so, you know, I know I have to work on my sleep. If you could see the things that I will do so that I will get sleep, it's, it's, it's funny. And I've now gotten myself to like five and sometimes six hours. So that's so much better than two hours, which is what I was getting. You're not healthy. Well, I can't be healthy if I don't eat correctly. If I'm not getting my vegetables. So I, I have consciously made an effort not to eat at, at fast food takeouts. I can't control what I eat when I do that. And um, yes, you may see me at a hamburger place every once in a while. Uh, yeah. Sometimes nothing else will do but a hamburger. I just make sure that I'm not doing the hamburger two and three times a week, even once a week, even once a month. So I have to think about my health. I think about my sleep. So how am I doing that? Well, you know, making sure that I keep it quiet, making sure that I have everything done that I need to do and prepare for the next day so that I can sleep, making sure that if I have done something to hurt or do something to someone that before I go to sleep that I've made amends because that's the type of thing that keeps me up. Uh, making sure that I'm out walking, I'm getting an, enough sun, I've cut out grease, I've cut out so many things out of my, my, my diet, um, my mental health. I really work on my mental health. I, I'm careful about what I read, what I listen to. I'm careful about the people I surround myself with, right? So look at your health aspects. So we've got spiritually and then health and then finance. You know, what are we doing so that we can get to that top level of awareness and function to that level? Well, one is your finance. How much do you have going out compared to how much do you have going in? Just some really easy things, um, you know, just a, a, a sheet on wants and needs. Or uh, my good friend, Gloria Howe, told me one time and that if I would keep a little notebook and write everything down in it, everything. I don't care if you bought a a pack of chewing gum and then go back and and write, was it a want? Was it a need? Am I spending more going out than I am coming in? Am, Am I doing? Dave Ramsey, I will tell you what, I listened to Dave Ramsey for years, but I didn't start applying to Dave Ramsey to my life until several years after I started listening to him. Well, let me tell you this. I can't you can't just listen, you have to do it. And when I started really teaching my students in school, I started applying it more. And it, you know, it's always when you start teaching and you and you get stuff. So, what's your finances like? Are you being responsible for your finances or as Paul Martinelli says, are you giving that to someone else because no one is going to care about your finances as much as you do. The next is relationships. Let's talk about relationships. You know, if you want to have good friends, then you've got to be a good friend. You've got to grow with that friend. You've got to hold each other accountable. You have to be there in times of need. You know, it's just you have to, you have to be a positive force in their life. You you don't have to do the same. I have friends that we may not see each other. Uh, Jill Schaefer, we've been friends for way, way, way over 40 years. And, you know, but I know when I call her and I talk to her, she's going to be honest with me. She's going to say that she loves me unconditionally as a friend She loves me unconditionally and she wants the best. We're never on a comparison because we live two different, completely completely different lives. And you know what? It's absolutely all right. Let me fix that light on there. It's all right for us to live those different lives. It's fine to do that. Okay. But, you know, so relationships, are you being someone that they can you know, know, like, and trust. You can't build a relationship if people can't know, like, and trust you. And trust is so, people now will say, well, just trust me, just do this. And, you know, um, since my husband died, he was my big discernment person. He could discern things that I couldn't so much on people that I took it face value. Well, what I hate now is because of that, I I'm kind of I, I'm either all the way over on trust and then I go, oh, I trust you. Let me bring it back and let me look at it under a microscope. And so then I start doubting. And I, you know, but we have to build to know, like, and trust you in order to start building that relationship and and back and forth. So, you know, relationships are built over a time period and some relationships are for a short period of time. And then others are like Linda Stratton. I've known for 30 years, Pat Rogdon I've known for over 40 years, um, you know, uh, Joe Schaefer. I've had friends, my brother, my brother I've known all my life. My brother is one of my best friends. My mother, before she died, she was one of my best friends. Know who you surround yourself with. When you're building that relationship, is that someone that you can know, like, and trust? Is that someone that loves you unconditionally? Is it someone to hold you accountable? Is it someone that is constantly learning and growing and developing? Is it someone that doesn't gossip? You know, that's just such a negative force, right? And then the next one is your personal and your professional growth. Who can take care of your personal and your professional growth? Only you. You know, it's funny. I am a lifelong learner. I mean, I love to learn. I love to do all those different types of things, right? I love that. And so... That's who I need to surround myself with people that don't want to learn, don't want to, don't want to go out and make a difference and don't want to do different things like that in life. I understand that. I just can't be that. So that's not someone that's going to help me to personally or professionally grow. And I want to make sure that I'm someone that can help you personally and professionally grow. What am I doing? to make sure that I, I I grow that way. Well, what we're going to talk about is when we work up those seven levels, and that's what we'll talk on the next podcast about, is what are the seven levels and where are you? But I'd like for you just to take notes and write down where is an area, spiritually, health, financially, relationship, or personally or professionally, that you go, you know, I really looked at it since we had this conversation and I'm not happy with this particular level. I need to do something about that. Okay. I, I need to absolutely do something about that. And that's where we'll grow and we're going to develop. So for the next one, let's, let's think about doing that. Now, I want you to really, to really scrutinize, Be aware, don't call yourself names, don't browbeat yourself. Awareness is the first step in transformation because if you can't transform you, you can't change or alter your life. You can't fix what's broken. Well, let me tell you, I'm not saying you're broken. I'm not saying I'm broken, but are there elements in our life that are stopping us from reaching our full potential? Are there elements that are broken? They're weary. Got a lot of chip marks, chip uh, chip pieces in them. I have some cracks in the foundation. If there are, let's sit down. And I'd love for you to get, go to my website, barberbritt.com, Go to my website and let me know and say, Barbara, I want to work on this. We can go back and forth on this. I'm not Asking you to sign up to be my client. Let's walk, walk on this because you've listened to my podcast. I would love because I'm going to grow and listen from you. Or you can go to email and it's Barbara J like in John Britt B-R-I-T-T at gmail.com. Let me know. What are your five areas? I've I've gone down the line and I've told you my five areas. And I've got more in there too. And I, you know, I don't tell you that to brag on it i tell you because it helps my awareness and it keeps me from blaming i don't want to ever have someone like my husband said that time who are you going to blame it on now barbara and i will tell you what he was spot on and if you would have asked me i would have said no but you're right the first time something went wrong i wanted someone to blame it on Whoa. I'm going to tell you what, it's a hard pill to take. But if you share it with someone, share it with me. It's not going to go to anybody else. I'm not going to tell anybody. And we can have a dialogue. And in that what it's all about? It's about the dialogue. Okay, you're on uh, with Brain Fuel, with Barbara Britt. And today, again, we're going to talk about those seven levels of consciousness, of awareness. But let's go to those five areas in our lives and mark down in each area, where we could just maybe get a little boost. Okay. Again, you're not broken. You're just in power. You're just ready to grow and develop. Barbara Britt signing off. Thank you for joining me tonight. It has been a pleasure. And I will tell you what it'd be a better, bigger pleasure if you would just let me hear from you. Brain fuel.